So a quick economic update. Uh, remember last week when uh, those unemployment numbers hit? The number of people that had uh, signed up for the unemployment money? The, the I'm out of work money? Yes, thank God that's over. It was a record. Uh, just and not, just to call it a record is, well, like I said earlier, it was such an outlier. It's like your my son has a fever. Oh, really? What is it? It's 207. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a guy hitting 200 home runs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Pole vault, 40 feet. <laughs> That's what the last week's record was like. Right. Well, we doubled it from last week. Darr. Last week it was 3.3 million. Nothing like that had ever been seen before. This week it's 6.6 million. Obviously, nothing like that had ever been seen. Can it keep going up from there? I suppose it can. There are going to be entire textbooks written about this, my good man, my my friends, and uh, oh yeah, uh, a lot of them will will be crappy and inaccurate and serve people's political motives in in the decades to come. But that's the way it goes. Not even in the Great Depression was there anything like this. It just didn't happen this fast. That that's right. what's amazing about this is the speed with everything. They think real unemployment might be seventeen percent right now, and. It could be headed toward, depends on who you ask, but there are people saying it could be 30, um, which is Great Depression numbers. Absolutely astounding. And in various sectors that are being hit, so I'm looking at this year to year on all these different sectors, how much they're down. Some sectors not hit that hard, um, which is is nice to see. Um, For instance, I'll I'll tell you, you, you want the good news. I'll hit you with some good news. I do. I tell you what, I was uh, coming into work this morning, and my routine is I've got about a half-hour commute, and I just go from news site to news site to news site, uh, audio-wise. Um, and it was probably six clicks in a row. It was tales of pain and woe, just over and over and over again. I thought, yeah, I'm out. Can't mm. take it. Can't take it. So you think this is a bad idea? Then? Oh, no, 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 not at all. I'm just saying the relentless. I don't actually know. I, I, the good news, I think, is absolutely welcome. Yeah, and encouragement and positivity. People know this is effing bad. You know what I mean? Um, it's a little balanced. So I'm anxious to hear the good news. Well, I can't wait. As I look at this, the good news is not that good. Oh, boy. So, like, the best news on here is the home improvement sector was only down 9% year to year. Well, in normal times, anything going down almost double digits year to year is like call in all the bosses they need to fly in today, (laughs) clear out your calendars, something huge has happened. So there is no good news. It's only less bad news. Yeah, it's all horrible news. Ouch. I feel like we were lied to. I I feel like I misled myself. (laughs) Fake news. uh, Furniture down 40%, clothing down 65%, gas down 46% year to year. Uh, cruises took a pretty big hit. Down oh, one, boy. Down 113%. Are, you, are somebody still taking a cruise? Some really good deals going on right I now. I would like to go to Antigua. You know, I heard Who's these cruises so- were crowded. This one isn't at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, those those the terrible port tourist towns with tumbleweeds blowing down in the middle of the street. So groceries... Oh, buy the Rolexes. Groceries are up 19%. Yeah, it's good news for the grocery store. You know, it's all that food that isn't being sp- eaten at restaurants. Yeah. Which are down so high, because restaurants are down 56% year to year. And also, people may be buying groceries for three weeks instead of yeah. one. I don't know if that'll flatten right. out over right, a month right. or so. Because you can only eat so much, except yeah. if, in my case, apparently there's no limit. Apparently there's no, you can only eat so much. I'll just keep eating. I'll keep getting pies. That yeah, sort of I'll thing. bet there are a lot of full freezers across America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will, oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, coming up, 10 tips from the Grocery Association, how to shop safely. Online electronics up 37%, so there you go. But, you know, it's 
stuff you might have gone into Best Buy to buy, and you're buying online. I'm not sure that helps anything. Airlines down 102%. I was going to fly to uh, where my cruise takes Uh, off. Point of order, Mr. Chairman, how can something be down over 100%? Year to year? I'm not sure. They lost all their business plus 2%. How How does that work? I'm not sure how that works. I thought you were joking when you said 113%. No, no. They went from a profit to a loss, I guess? Yeah, that would be one way to look at it. Oh, man, it's got to be. It's got to be what it is. Yeah. We used to be making money, now we're losing it. There you go. So uh, lodging has got the worst number on here. Nobody's staying in a hotel. So what I'm going to do, just because I'm sure there's plenty of room, is I'm going to take a flight, stay in a hotel, then get on my cruise in the morning. That's my plan. Now bring some books. Going to be nobody to talk to. (laughs) Excellent. Perfect. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Solo cruise. One of those giant carnival ships. Love, exciting, and new. I'm the only person on the whole boat. Captain knocks on your, your cabin door. Where do you want to go? <laughs> I don't know. Here, uh, what, what's the uh, the one next to Cuba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haiti. No, not the other side. Dominican Republic. Let's go there. All right. He goes back to the bridge. <laughs> Can I uh, drive the boat for a while? Sure. Sure, why not? We're out in the middle of the ocean, you might hit a whale. <laughs> really? No, not really. Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> oh, boy. The lighter side of coronavirus. Go beyond the bar. Let's see. Are there bitters back here or something? You make your own drinks and everything. Got all the all-you-can-eat food and everything. Go down to the the cabana room and put on your own show. Shuffleboard. Hey, look, I got Let's an eight. See. What do they got here? A guitar and some <laughs> tap shoes. Surely I can work something out. <clears throat> I've always wanted to try magic. <laughs> So the good uh, <laughs> the scientists of Iceland um, are are looking at uh, they, they, Iceland's not that huge a, a place, and they've tested nearly five percent of their population, which is a great percentage. Um, and one of the key findings is that though fewer than one percent of the tests came back positive for the virus, around fifty percent of those who tested positive said they were asymptomatic. Confirming multiple studies that show that asymptomatic or mildly symptomatic people have played an important role in spreading the virus. Jeez, Louise, I hate to even bring it up, but we've heard a handful, quite a few stories of people who are not 80-year-old chain smokers who got it and five days later they were gone. Um, Youngish, healthy-ish people. Um, Meanwhile, 50% of people don't even have any idea they have it. What kind of disease is this? It's insidious. But anyway, that's helpful, and the more we learn, the better we can do taking this thing down. So thank you, Iceland, for your contributions. Bjork and this. <laughs> Coming up next, 10 tips from the Grocers Association on how to shop safely. My theory is that at least three of them are ridiculous. There can't be 10 tips. I used a Clorox wipe, and I just held it in my hand to push the cart around. That was one thing I did yesterday at the grocery store. But there were more people in there than I thought there would be. I was hoping it would be empty. Mm. And I just, and then the aisles are too small. There's no way you can stay six feet apart from anybody. Uh-oh. They yeah. need to institute one-way aisles. Good idea, Sean. Why you're such that, an innovator. Why hasn't that happened yet? Yeah, one-way aisles. A uh, grocery store, a uh, typical grocery cart is about three feet. So if you're just trying to ballpark it when you're shopping, try to stay two carts away from people. Okay, and force them to stay away from you as well. Yeah, by ramming Ram their cart, yeah, yeah, exactly, or their ankle. <laughs> God, there was a couple, and they were like young. when you let your little kid push the cart, and he hits you in the ankle, and you try not to yell at him too loud, but it hurts so much you accidentally do. <laughs> I told you to be. 
Told you to be careful. <laughs> oh, that hurts. I, I was trying to stay six feet away from people, and uh, there was a couple I needed to milk, and there was a couple like looking over the milk and the eggs and stuff like that, and they were a young couple. They're speaking a foreign language. They were there for good eight minutes discussing something about the milk and the eggs. I just, I, I, I thought, what could you possibly be talking about? What is she trying to decide, and you're trying to decide on which eggs or milk to buy? I really what prefer is wrong the, with you people? I really prefer the two percent. Well, that's twice as much as the one percent. That's true, but it's only one percent more. So, from a dietary standpoint, is it? Yeah. Are they discussing the I'll eggs? I'll buy both for you. Just get out of here. Is the double A twice as big as the single A egg, or is it just a better egg? I think it's a better egg. It's one more egg. <laughs> is get that out twice of the as way. big? Is Let it like the shop. milk percentages we were just talking about? Very exactly. annoying. Get out. Uh, so, hints for shopping. Yes, how to shop safely. Fantastic. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What I do see people doing now is using scarves. And I think in a certain way, depending on the fabric, I think in a certain way a scarf is better. It's actually better. Research shows even a bandana tucked in can have an effect of slowing down droplet spread. So that's, that settles that. That's Mayor Garcetti of Los Angeles uh, is now saying everybody in L.A. should wear something over their mouth. Everybody. And Trump was talking about it yesterday. And uh, uh, Gottlieb, uh, the doctor that we've been quoting a lot, he's saying it. Why we weren't doing this a couple of weeks ago? How much difference could this have made? We, everybody should be wearing something over their face, over their nose and mouth when they go out and about. By this weekend, I think most everybody will be. I could absolutely see it. I'm going to feel a little silly at first, I think. I'm a little used to it. I did it for a while when I uh, was doing chemotherapy. But oh, it was right. weird when yeah. I, I was weird. When I, the first time I had it on, it was weird. Yeah. And I felt like people were looking at me. But pretty well, soon, everybody will have them on anyway. So. I think everybody up until now has assumed you're wearing a mask to protect you. And that makes it somehow an indictment of them. You saying you think I'm unclean? You think I'm germy? But it's it's to keep you from giving it to others. You just sneezed in here. I'm having a panic attack because you could be one of the 50% who's asymptomatic. I could be. You just killed us. I know I have allergies, but I could be. Murder. Some days you've wanted to, I'm sure, but today's the day, apparently. <laughs> well, we'll know in three weeks. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, Lord. And what's worse was I was just reading about the Fountains of Wayne guy who, uh, 52 years old. Oh, my God. Hey, and you know, we were trying to stay away from the super downer stuff, but yeah, I was just no. reading about somebody who tweeted out, I just lost my friend to this. They were like 30-something, went from first symptoms to dead in five days. Healthy, 30-something. Mm. Mm. Is there volume on our... Yeah, I don't... Hey, Hanson, you got to mute your thing. Mute your we, Zoom! We hear you in the control room. Mute order. your Zoom! Shut up! And Here, put some pants on. Here are 10 tips from the Grocers Association on how to shop safely. Number one, and I have intentionally not read these because I said at least three of them will be ridiculous because there can't be ten. Number one, only visit the store for when you need to. Good sentence structure. Oh, boy. Good sentence structure and just, you know, perfect if, I'm, uh, if I've am if i got an IQ of eight. And buy enough for a week. So don't go 
every day to get one item? Right. Because that's what I was planning on. Right. I'd like to purchase one well, grape. <laughs> thank, for, thank you for that, too. Although we did hear from a, a friend of Armstrong and Getty who's marooned in Spain right now that the cops are stopping virtually everybody out on the street. And they will tell you, you didn't buy enough groceries to merit going to the store. Get home or get fined. Wild. Anyway, number two. And you have to go to your local grocery store. They check your receipt. Yeah, you got to go to the closest one. Which would mean I'd have to go to Safeway, and I just can't do it. What? There's nothing wrong with your local Safeway Mm, store. Our particular one. All of it's associated something or other. (laughs) They have lawyers. Number two, wash or disinfect your reusable grocery bags after each use. Hey, now is the time uh, to rescind the... I don't do that. The, See, I hate the, I hate the environment, <clears throat> so I don't do that. The idiotic bag ban in the idiotic places that have idiotically banned them, those super thin single-use bags are used many times and are better for the environment yep. than the alternatives. It's it's like the diamond lanes, the, the carpool lanes, they don't work. I either get the plastic bag at the grocery store or I have to buy plastic bags for our trash can. Yeah. Which would you rather I do? I'm going to use the same number of bags, you see. Right. And the and the heavier, thicker ones you buy are less biodegradable. But anyway, um, the, uh, at our local store, they won't touch, they won't bag for you if you're using the reusable bags because they could be filthy oh. and, and virusy. Uh, number three, don't bring extra people with you on your grocery visit if possible. Well, obviously. Okay. Again, that's... If you're totally unclear on like, the concept of what's it, happening, you might need that. Unless you're super lonely, don't you go to the grocery store as little as you can anyway? Doesn't Isn't that the way just people live? I know that's why my mom always did it. I think so. I, you know, Judy and I tend to, we don't stock up, stock up, because there's no point. We don't know how many meals we're going to prepare, and we're kind of more seat of the pantsy because we don't have kids at home at this point. I think cabin, well, we do again now, but. cabin fever is going to be a, a thing for people <laughs> going forward, too, where... Like, why, why do you always get to go, right? Like, there's mm. this, no, I need to stretch my eyes out, too. Let's just go to the store together. But you should not do that. The stretching your eyes out, is that painful? <laughs> Moving along. Uh, four, practice social distancing when inside the store. The length of two grocery carts. Okay, You can't. You can't. If you're going down that aisle. Because I waited. I waited a long time. I thought, how long are they going to be there? Well, i got to go down there and get my bread. I'm not going to be here all day long. You know what's funny is they don't even talk about wiping down the handle of those damn gross carts. I hate grabbing the handle of the carts when there aren't pandemics about. Yeah, I used my own Clorox wipe. Wiped her down good. Uh, Trader Joe's has a cool thing. They wipe the carts, and then they even follow you back to the car, grab the cart, wipe it down, and mm, take it back. Good idea. Yeah. yeah, I've been to stores like I was at a Petco, and I bought stuff, and after each sale... And they've done the thing where they put the tape down on the floor so you know how far back to stand in line. That's good. And after each sale, they say, hold on a second. Person goes around to the other side, wipes down the credit card thing where people were touching it and the counter. Again, they go so back gross, even in regular circumstances. But some stores do that. <clears throat> some stores, nothing. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if that's a just individual I've, choice. I've rewritten number five to spice it up a little bit. Check produce, hmm, check produce like you check out attractive strangers with your eyes, not your hands. They just say, don't, don't squeeze the produce. Don't tell me how to check out attractive strangers. <laughs> well, you can't grope them, perf. <laughs> Six. You walk up and you grab them by the, you know what? <laughs> oh, you can boy. do that. Just let them know. I see what you're doing and it's nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I see something I'd like to take home. Mm-hmm. Avoid unnecessary. How much is this a pound? <clears throat> What? Avoid unnecessary touching of items you don't plan to buy. I just like to rub my hands oh, along yeah. things as I walk down no, the aisle. Yeah, like you're eight years old. <laughs> I 
right. I like to lovingly stroke the gallons of milk. I remember doing that as a kid. What is that? Kids just want to reach out and just yep. touch stuff yep. as they walk by. Yep. Uh, I used to jump up and touch the ceiling above, like, the walkthrough. I still do that. And, uh, yeah, and my dad would say, Joe, look how dirty it's getting. Look at that. Yeah, okay, I'll stop. And then the next day, I'd be back to it. Um, ba 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 ba. Don't crowd the check stand. Some grocers have placed floor markers to measure distance. Be nice to grocery employees. This is how to shop safely. I always am. Because what? They'll punch me? Be aware. I hate you. Be aware, be aware of your store's special hours or procedures. So don't go when it's closed. Thanks for that tip. I, I told no, you I, a bunch of these would be dumb. I think that's about how some stores are opening oh, yeah. early I, for seniors. Yeah. Or, or closing early. There's all kinds of weird yeah. hours. I found, like, we were going to go to Baskin Robbins to get to buy some ice cream. I was just going to get a pint. But it didn't open until 2 in the afternoon. It was the opposite of the other places that open earlier and closer. Hmm. And then finally, plan for your grocery trip to be longer if your store lines up customers outside the store to reduce crowding inside, huh. I haven't I've, seen that except at the, the Costco's around the nation where people are lined up for a mile and a half with their carts waiting to get in. To get even more toilet paper. Or you whatever. need a better diet or something. What's wrong with you? A couple more of them big giant ketchup bottles. I want to go to Costco. We were hankering for some of the big muffins they got. Oh. The different the chocolate muffin, berry muffin, and then the poppy seed. You need all three. The combo pack. That's a good one right there. They're each one about five pounds the size I know, of your they're head. So they're gross. They're too, there's too much. It's like eating a cho- an entire chocolate cake when oh, you eat one of those for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. is more from Fountains of Wayne. The guy behind that, Adam Schlesinger, died at age 52 from coronavirus. <clears throat> Healthy guy and yeah, hard to predict. Anyway. What album should I listen to if I wanted to get in some Fountains of Wayne today? What was the one? Welcome Interstate Managers. Okay. Was their super smash hit. Uh, but uh, yeah, there are a number of them that are good. You'll like it because it's, it's snarky, sarcastic, yeah. hip, very, very cool stuff. Anyway, um, Gavin Newsom Gavin Newsom, governor of California, uh, been giving speeches, and he's been getting along with Trump lately. They've been praising each other. Anyway, he's seeing this strange bedfellow, seeing this moment as an opportunity. I'm wondering if you see the potential, as some others in your party do, for a new progressive era, if you want to call it that. Absolutely, we see this as an opportunity to reshape uh, the way we do business and how we govern. And that shouldn't put shivers up the spines of, you know, one party or the other. I think it's an opportunity anew for both parties to come together and meet this moment and really start to think more systemically, not situationally, not just about getting out of this moment, but more sustainably and systemically to consider where we can go together this historic moment if we meet it at a national level and a state and subnational level. So answer is yes. Yeah, I'd like him to be a great deal more specific what he's talking about. Uh, he might have just been trying to please that reporter. Uh, on the other hand, maybe not. So I don't watch Morning Joe very often, but I do read Jonah Goldberg, who is a conservative all the time, and he said he's got a piece out this week trying to push back about against this narrative that seems to be growing on the left of this all proves uh, the necessity of government at so many different levels and the whole idea of being a libertarian should be dead after this 
And he said that on Morning Joe, every day they have a variety of guests on beating up some straw man argument about libertarianism that doesn't really exist in the real world anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how this pandemic and uh, whether it's the economy or the virus itself, it just shows how government is the answer to everything. Yeah. And he's really worried that that's going to take hold and catch uh, catch fire. And, you know, you just heard Gavin Newsom talking it up right there. Oh, yeah. yeah chance to, to remake. Both parties should be pleased to have giant government and more intervention right. and everything. Right. But with me in charge, it will be effective and efficient mm-hmm. as long as we make it powerful enough. Yeah. You know, there are some things in life, Jack, that, uh, you know, I hate knee-jerk cynicism because it usually is, uh, it's it's not a, a show of intelligence. It's usually a show of the opposite. Just you reject everything because you can't process what's good and what's bad. On the other hand, if somebody wants your bank account number, there's no good reason period, unless you're at the bank trying to make a withdrawal. There is no legitimate reason ever, ever, ever for anybody on the internet, especially, to ask you for your bank account number. Likewise, there is no good excuse ever for, listen, just give up your liberty and whatever comes after and forget it. Don't even listen to it. Because the the fanciest most attractive, sexiest arguments ever made by man have been after that and. And I'll build you a utopia. And everyone will share and share like, and the workers will be uh, turned loose or whatever. And will change human nature. <clears throat> right. Usually at the root of it. Oh, yeah. What we'll do is reform human beings so that they all pitch in all the time, even though those who try hard will not be rewarded any more than those who don't try at all. Just uh, trust me. Anytime somebody comes for your liberty with a fancy argument, just go la, 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 la. couple of interesting texts. This one is self-aggrandizement. I'm reading this for my own. During this whole crisis, I can't tell you guys how great it is to hear your voices every morning. All the best to you and your families. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. Thank you. Also got this text, thought it was interesting. Millennials of a certain age watched their country get attacked as children, been in a confusing war their entire lives, watching classmates die for an unknown cause, had the economy completely tanked just as they were entering the workforce, and now have had a global pandemic and another massive economic tanking, just as they're trying to start families. But they are the ones that ruined mayonnaise and bedspreads. Yeah, this is um, our vengeance. You're right. If you're if you're the correct age, that all happened exactly in that order. Hi. Right. <laughs> so you'll either be incredibly rattled or incredibly res- resilient. I would say. I mean, the reason I'm the thing you won't be is a homeowner, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that. Um. Yeah, this is, you know, giant downturn-wise. You know, three of them or so for me. I think, okay, I've seen this before. What a drag. Um, but it's not like the world is ending. The world is ending. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the millennials may uh, lead us into a, a bright, new, resilient future. Or not. Or they'll just sit around their apartment smoking pot and not owning houses. And playing not, on their Zooms. And playing Zoom and, 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 and eschewing bedspreads. <laughs> Uh, 6.6 million people applied for unemployment this week, which is like... Well, last week, whatever it is. The new numbers, yeah. Which is uh, just beyond unheard of. Yep. It's like finding a guy in the Amazon who's 12 feet tall. I mean, it's just... (laughs) And his friends call him tiny. 
Interesting email here, Jack, from Jim in scenic Chula Vista, California. Hello, Jim. On the topic of low-activity hospitals and some trying to claim that's evidence of some grand global conspiracy, back when I was an Army medic leading up to the Iraq invasion, our CONUS Medical Center, we had cleared out our wards of retirees and dependents in anticipation of the tens of thousands of casualties that were predicted. Thankfully, up until December of three, there were so very few until the insurgency kicked into full speed, and then it got ugly. But we know that different regions will experience the Wuhan pneumonia, which was the term coined by the People's Republic of China originally. Didn't know that. Yes. So they're racists against themselves. But anyway, we know different regions will experience the Wuhan pneumonia, uh, at different speeds and different times. And however, some hospitals are preparing for their peak pandemic before they are inundated. They are thinking ahead. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jim. Excellent perspective and well said. That is a good point. And thanks for everything you did for our troops back in the day. Uh, mentioned earlier, Russia flew in a whole bunch of ventilators and masks. I don't know what Putin's up to. It ain't good. I just he, he I think he, he is scared. By the incredibly low oil prices that are as important to the Russian economy as consumer spending is to ours. And I would guess the consumer spending is pretty weak in Russia, too. He didn't. I'll tell you what he didn't do, though. He didn't just suddenly decide, you know what? This is a tough time for everybody. It's time we pull together and put our differences aside. That is not what happened. No. Oh, no, 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 no. As you were saying earlier, he's like a a reptile. I mean, he's. He's effective. He will seek what is good. He will shun what is bad. He will kill what he needs to kill. New York City is deploying 45 mobile morgues because funeral homes can't keep up. That's a good story. That's part of that whole conspiracy. Those people aren't dead. Oh, gotcha. They're resting. Uh, uh, speaking of email, a number of really, really nice notes from people, and thank you. We appreciate that. The problem with me and you, Jack, appreciating the really kind people is that you get yourself in an emotional state, then you flip to the next one, and it's just (laughs) an abusive, twisted, angry little person who decides to turn their anger to you today, it'll be their spouse or their neighbor or a stranger tomorrow. We just It happens to be our day today. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's off-putting, but uh, that's fine. It's fine. The country of India, you know, their, uh, their prime minister there, a guy named Modi? Yep. He has uh, apparently, from what I'm reading in the New York Times, clamped down on media and free reporting in a way that has not happened in many, many decades in India. And people are a little concerned about it. It's one of the many countries across the world where this sort of thing is happening. And um, is there any reason to think that any of this will go back when the crisis is over? That's not the history of things. It's a beautiful example of what I was talking about. Listen, we're going to take away the freedom of the press just to make sure misinformation doesn't go around. All right. It's to keep us all safe. It's a temporary emergency order. Please. Let me read this story to you from it's the New York Times. It's such an old scam. It's, it's Seriously, it's the Nigerian prince of politics. India's government has pressured advertisers and even shut down channels to shape the information that 1.3 billion Indians receive. Part of a wider assault on dissent. New Delhi. The media one anchorman 
went on air as usual on March 6th. Betty has great hair. Ready to tell the station's 5 million viewers about the death anniversary of a beloved comedian in the latest news in the coronavirus pandemic. Just a few minutes into the broadcast, he saw the managing editor rush to the studio floor, gesturing wildly. I realized something wasn't right, the anchor man said. The station uplink suddenly went dead, and the image dissolved into a blue screen. A bland message told viewers there was no signal. We regret the inconvenience, it said. But this was no technical difficulty. The station had been cut off by an order from India's Ministry of Information and Broadcasting. The government decided to block the channel for 48 hours because it had covered February's biggest news story, the mob attack on Muslims in New Delhi, that flared into broader unrest in a way that seemed critical toward Delhi police and uh, the government, the order said. Wow. Wow. So the central government cut off one of your local TV stations in the middle of a broadcast and just said, sorry for the inconvenience. In the world's, for everyone's safety, Jack. In the world's biggest democracy. It's an emergency. I've been wanting to talk about that situation in India. It's just, it is a beautiful example of the utopia we would have if the identity politics folks get their way and everybody separates into their ethnic and religious and racial groups in America and, and stops looking at each other as fellow Americans and the rest. It's a Muslim Hindu thing. And and it's brutal. Good morning, guys. I'm a snowboarder. I'm a snowboarder here. Uh, I get your word straight, Jack. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Biden. Joe Biden, who nobody cares about. Every snowboarder skier has a face mask or something they put across their face. Those definitely could be used in a pinch. Yeah, I would say everything is better than nothing. This is, this is the proverbial pinch. Yeah. The, yeah. If this isn't what is. By God, we're in a, what, a tough spot. Yeah. What was that in the, oh, brother, we're out there? What was that catchphrase? By, we're in a real tight spot. By God, yeah. but this is a tight spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're in right now. Yeah. You mean, we, we might want to get that. Uh, steal that audio, Sean, yeah. in the next 24 hours. Yeah. That'll be our new go-to. This is the proverbial <laughs> pinch. This is the tight spot. This is the rainy day. By God, but we're in a tight spot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's, uh, you know. If if a bigger one comes along, yeah, I'll eat. I'll go ahead and eat my words. I'm not worried about it, really. Never trust a hog swallow. <laughs> Sorry, that's a fine uh, movie to view uh, during, during the, these the, difficult times. Exactly. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. are experiencing a second wave of the crisis. For instance, in Hong Kong, they successfully social distanced, saw their numbers drop, relaxed their quarantine rules, and now they've been hit with a new wave of infections. Yeah, a new wave of coronavirus. And I feel so bad for these Asian countries because whether it's coronavirus or Godzilla, every time they think it's gone, it comes back again for another movie. Hmm. Mm. Um, yeah. We're in a tight spot. That's <laughs> we are in a tight spot. That one needed a laugh track, apparently. So the uh, Democratic National Committee Committee has postponed the convention. They're going to have it in July and nominate old Joe Biden to run against Donald Trump, most likely. 
Uh, but now it's been moved back to August, and it will be one week before the Republicans. So we'll have two solid weeks oh, of the conventions. Oh, that's exciting if Is they it? have it at all. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Biden, I thought I saw Biden say yesterday that he thought it's, he doesn't see how it's likely we'll even have conventions. But He might have been confused, Jack. I don't. I don't, and I'm 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 not an epidemiologist, but I I think giant crowds gathering inside buildings shoulder to shoulder isn't going to happen for a long time. No, Businesses, I think they're doing the sensible thing. They're bumping it back, bumping it yeah. back. It, it's not going to happen. Businesses will open up, all that sort of stuff. But man, people crowding in together, this thing's going to have to be good and dead and gone before that happens. Yeah, I would I would guess so. Or you'll end up with what Trevor Noah was just talking about. You got one person that's still got it lingering out there, and it's back. Yeah. It reminds me, I hadn't had enough news late yesterday, and so I flipped on some music. Yes. First song I hear on my old guy rock station, uh, Grateful Dead, Casey Jones, song about a train wreck, a metaphorical mm. train wreck. But And uh, that gets done, and they go with Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult, song about a giant lizard destroying a city. This is no good. C- can, I, can I find an escape anywhere? Can I catch a break? Then I flip on Mountains of Wayne, and the poor guy, the guitar player, passed away from the corona. Yeah. Tough times. By God, we're in a tight spot. Damn, we're in a tight spot. <laughs> oh, oh, Dar, what was I going to say? It seemed important at the time. Oh, you know, I do, I do want to address this. A lot of nurses doing heroic work right now or getting ready to do heroic work. But there are a lot of hinky things going on in the nursing world, particularly in your progressive states where the unions hold sway. <clears throat> we got this note. Um. Uh, this this gent's wife is an international educated nurse who got a bachelor in nursing, a respected university in the Philippines, as it turns out. Worked as an RN in the Philippines and Thailand, an ER trauma nurse for three years at a large hospital in Thailand before coming to the U.S. and blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, the California Board of Nursing makes it incredibly difficult and expensive for somebody to transfer their credentials. Many, many thousands of dollars for a couple of classes. Um, most all other states accept and approve international undergraduate degrees. Hawaii, Texas, New Mexico, Washington State, Oklahoma, and many more. Um, and could work in any of these states, but not in uh, Cal Unicornia. Um, and let's see. Oh, and, and then the, the Board of Nursing which is, you know, heavily influenced by the unions, limits the number of graduates. It's like all the medical schools strictly limit the number of graduates to keep demand and pay high. I mean, that that should not be possible in our society. It should not. And how many times have you heard about the doctor shortages? Right. Which is always what happens when you start controlling this sort of thing. Right. Because the people in charge cannot anticipate it the way... A free market. Oh, no. We have a five-year plan. Armstrong and Getty announced the boarding of the Final Thoughts Express. Very nice. Here's your host, Joe Getty. I wonder if we could get Tom Hanks to voice that. I like that. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the hour. It's Michelangelo. He keeps us on the air. Michael, final thought. You know, one thing is the gas prices are really low now, and so I'm thinking of stocking up, but um, I have a condominium, and the fumes will get to you. (laughs) So I've tried it. It's not working Maybe really well. Tupperware containers or old milk jugs. I just think that's a good idea. Mm. Positive, Sean. A final thought for us? <laughs> Michelangelo becoming a gas flipper. That's fantastic. 
Uh, yeah, I will. I will continue uh, uh, more binge watching. I, I, I finished up the zero 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 show that I had mentioned on on this air. Uh, it was pretty good, unless you're getting towards the end of things to watch. It's it's a heavy watch. So if you if you need lighthearted stuff, don't watch zero 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 on Amazon. Jack, a final thought you'd like to share? Yeah, <laughs> still just daily trying to come up with ways to uh, entertain the kids. Um, so the latest one is this: uh, these YouTube videos that are about art. I don't know if you've been doing this with your kids' art hub. There's some guy in there that teaches them how to draw stuff, and I guess kids really love it, so we're going to try that today. Yeah, I love that idea. Maybe I'll do it, because I draw like a child. My final thought, drinking is up 40-plus percent in various sectors of the country as people are locked down. As a veteran, a cocktail enthusiast, I will tell you, we all probably ought to establish a routine... That doesn't include getting hammered on a daily basis and try to stick to it. Because? Well, because it ain't good for you. Ah, it ain't good for me. We're in a tight spot. Yeah, I know it, but it'll get tighter if you're, you know, a degenerate drunk. Armstrong and Getty. And by wrapping, you, I mean me. Wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We have, I'm sorry, it's armstrongandgetty.com. Shorter for your shopping convenience. Uh, we have some great swag there, all of our podcasts. You can email us, whatever. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Research shows even a bandana tucked in can have an effect of slowing down droplet spread. Armstrong and Getty.